Welcome back to Grown Ups, the podcast, everyone. Hi, Ellie. How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm good. I don't know why I'm good. Like, I'm peak revision season, <laughs> but I feel okay today. There's been days this week, yeah, where I swear I could have got abs from how much my core was tensing from the butterflies. Like, oh my it's God. Been bad. Um, but I feel fine today, is what it is. I've got less than two weeks till D Day, and I'm done hopefully for the rest of my life but we'll see oh my gosh I I just don't even I'm getting stressed even thinking about you being this close because I'm like one day that will be me I'll be this close to my exam I was looking at a revision paper sorry last year's paper for the exam that I'm sitting and I was like damn (laughs) am I meant to know these answers (laughs) I can't lie I've heard the CFA is like two two men at work did it and they were like Tough. like our analysts do it rather mm. than our surveyors um yeah but you got this Anna you got this well by fire and by force because there's no way I'm failing yeah god, god please don't lord please don't let that happen to me <laughs> <laughs> oh man no how's everyone's Monday happy Monday everybody we're recording this on a Friday night hence the camera quality we do apologize the lighting is not hitting it's not but this will become more regular in winter isn't it because the sun, the sunshine is really the light the light is disappearing so early now I know it makes me sad but yeah have you got anything spectacular to tell me this week or should we jump into it um oh the only thing that I this is like something that's really pissed me off this week so Go on, girl. obviously I live in a block of flats yeah and on top of your rent and your water bill and your gas bill etc you pay a service charge which if like mm. the lift breaks, then they fix it, yada, yada. They sent me a letter, yeah, saying that they miscalculated the service charge from last year to this year. And therefore, I need, I, I need to pay a difference of £1,736.64. <gasps> no, surely that's not right. I said, you are taking me for idiot. So I called and I was like, this is wildly unprofessional. It's your, why should I pay out of my pocket for your miscalculation? It's not my fault you you underestimated how much everything would cost. And there's no way on God's green earth that I am. And they were like, you have 28 days to pay it. I said, I have 28 days to cuss you out. There's no way. (laughs) I was like, I literally said to the woman on the phone, it's impossible that I am paying you that much. Like, there's just absolutely no way. And on top of that, more time when people come over to mine, the lift is broken. So there's no way. What service am I paying for? That's terrible. You know Some landlords are actually disgusting. Like, in this cost of living crisis today, you want to come and ask someone for probably more than most people have in their monthly salary. Yeah. Are you like... Do- like- in 28 oh. days that's disgusting like that might be someone with two kids his whole wage literally on only service charge that's not even rent that's not even bills that's not food that's nothing like that's disgusting have you sought legal advice i don't understand how this service charge stuff works obviously it's just something that i add into my calculations at work <laughs> so yes service charge <laughs> So the woman that I was on the phone to, it's not her fault in it, so I couldn't get mad at her. She was like, I'll pass it on. And I'll, she was like, no, of course, that sounds completely unreasonable. Like, she was on my side. She was like, I'll, I'll open a case for it, and then they'll email you back within 10 working days. 
so let's see what they respond to me yeah because I will respond back with Vim <laughs> and because now I know who to shout at oh anyways that got me mad this week but it's all right <laughs> we're letting it go I'm not paying it and that's it yeah girl that is ro- the 28 days I'm sorry that's actually that's pissed me off sorry for my money <laughs> exactly <laughs> disrespectful that is beyond disrespectful honestly but- other than that, your week was all right. Not working too late. Oh, working late. <laughs> <laughs> not too late. Not as late as the week before, to be honest. Do you know what it is? It's not even like, I feel like you get this, yeah? Like, yes, I'm busy and it is a busy period right now. But if I actually just concentrated as I'm supposed to at every hour of the day, I would get it done by 530 but I get distracted and I procrastinate and now two hours have gone where I've done nothing and therefore I need to make up the time to finish my tasks and that's my problem. I'm with you. I think half of the UK is with you. It's painful. <laughs> it is. Oh, although I have this really bad habit. Sorry, we will get into the episode, guys. But I have this really bad habit where like, I'll have days where I'm mad unproductive and I'll just be like, oh, whatever. Tomorrow's a new day. I'll start again. But if someone else has an unproductive day and I'm really stressed and they're like, oh, I haven't really done anything today. I'm like, you haven't done anything today. Yes, that in my head, obviously not to them. I'm thinking they haven't done anything. I'm sitting here stressing. But really and truly, I'm on the other side. You should be. <laughs> what are you judging? <laughs> yeah, toxic traits. Some girl did it to me today. Uh, like, I'm here stressing because I'm meant to be revising and yet I'm still doing work. It's just like, oh, I literally haven't done anything today. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Friend of mine, she told me she couldn't jump on a call because she was busy. Busy doing what? Combing your hair. <laughs> Anyways, sorry guys, sorry. <laughs> the the exam stress is coming out. Um, but yeah, this week this week's all about relationships and friendships. Um, but we're not gonna jump into our call yet, are we? <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> it's been one of those weeks. <laughs> You you start us off, girl. What is this week? What what are we going on about? What are we doing? What is this podcast about? What is life? <laughs> um, we're actually so in this week's episode of being a dumb bitch, we actually had a submission from someone who's a bit older than us, which I love. Love that. So this one said, "I'm 36 now, but when I was 23, I won 50 grand gambling." Oh my day! Let that sink in. Like seasoning. No, for real though. (laughs) 50k. So they go on to say, I quit my job as 50k was more than my annual salary and went traveling to Europe and Australia. Needless to say, I completely blew it in Australia. (laughs) It's bloody expensive. And now I'm back at, at my nine to five. In hindsight, I should definitely have invested it so I'd have more money now. I guess I was being a dumb bitch. that is such a good one yeah yeah in the grand scheme of things 50k isn't a lot like that's a house deposit do you know what I mean it's so true it's actually not I mean I'd love (laughs) I'd love a cheeky 50k (laughs) tax-free but it's in the grand scheme of things it's actually not that it's not I don't think it's enough for you to quit your job yeah and there's no judgment like mate that sounds lit like you saying or the person saying they blew it in Australia like no judgment I think that's a reasonable amount of money to spend like traveling the world yeah uh, to be honest yes you blew the 50k but look at the mad memories you have in your in your head now that you you wouldn't have had before yeah that's it I'm trying to think like 
in order to invest into K properly, you'd probably have to pay a financial advisor. By the time you've paid them their fee, would you really make much on it? Maybe you could use it for a house deposit. That's that's the only thing I'm thinking about. Mm, yeah. I'd use it for other than traveling. Yeah, because this person said it was when they were 23 years old. So yeah, I guess it would be very useful for a house deposit. Or if you that know, is a any- good dumb bitch, boy. I love that. I know it's so good. That's Wait, not what? like our norms. Keep them coming, guys. If you won 50k tomorrow, what would you do with it? Yeah, house deposit. That's the only thing. But if I wasn't intending on buying a house, like if I was single, <laughs> then I would go traveling. <laughs> Without a doubt, I would travel the world. I think 50k is enough to travel the world for a year. 100%. <laughs> and on that note, let's jump into our dilemma of the week. Yes. Um. So, hey, girls. I don't know why I put an accent when I say girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> hey, girls. Oh, it sounds weird in English. Request for some general advice incoming. At work. Oh, this is not a nice one. At work, I'm feeling very uncomfortable and alone. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> At work, I'm feeling very... Oh, no, this is sad. At work, I'm... I can't stop laughing. You're cracking. You're making me laugh. <laughs> I'm really starting. This is sorry, guys. Please do send me your dilemmas. I'm not laughing. I'm just, it's been a long week. I'm tired. <laughs> hey, girls, request for some general advice in comment. At work, I'm here. I can't do it. You do it. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here I'm we sorry. Go. Hey, girls, request for some general advice in coming. At work, I'm feeling very uncomfortable and alone. In my team, no one says hello when they come into the office or goodbye when they leave. Oh, oh. It will be mid-afternoon, I'll look around, and a quarter of the team will be gone. We're only a small team. They may have left for client meetings, an appointment, but they never say anything, they just pack up and go. They also never eat lunch together and do not have regular team meetings. This makes it very hard to keep up with what everyone is doing, and I sometimes miss working on great projects because of the lack of communication. Do you think there's something I can do to better integrate myself into the team or keep on top of what they're working on? This is my first time in a sales role. It's been about seven months and I just feel lonelier and more lost each day. Oh, this is horrible. I don't know. Like, to be honest, because I started working remotely, when I went into the office, none of my team were there because they're abroad. So it is kind of awkward to go into a space and like try to integrate yourself, especially if everyone already knows each other and already has a relationship and you're coming in. I don't know. Like... I I just this is like office etiquette to me like for example if I go up to get tea I'll ask if anyone wants a tea hopefully no one says yes but it's just like a nice thing to do isn't it and like making tea was my biggest fear when I first started no don't because everyone likes it so differently like unless it's herbal tea it's so difficult to make girl my family put the milk in before the tea bag I was nervous (laughs) um I'm not sure how to feel about that (laughs) I don't do that, but my family do. And I was like, stressed. Anyways. Um, no, yeah, this is really tough. And I think, I actually think this is mad common. Mm. Like, I think, oh, it's hard. Like, how do you get people, you can't make people tell you where they're going. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I almost feel like you need to become super independent and confident in yourself. So like, 
talk to other people in the office. When you walk in of a morning, if there's people there, always say hi. Like no matter who it is, if you see someone in the kitchen, always say hi. People will see you as a friendly face and you organically build relationships that you didn't even notice forming. Mm, like it, it, it will definitely happen for you. Just try and let it come naturally. And then like at lunchtime, I don't know if this is an issue for you, but if you have no one else to eat lunch with, then just if you have like a, a social space or something like that, go sit down, eat lunch by yourself. I'm telling you one day someone might join you or like just become independent to the point where you don't need them. And then one day, somehow it just falls into place. Like it just does. Things happen. I know it's so cliche, but things happen when you least expect it. Yeah, it's true. The thing is with the lunchtime thing, yeah, I actually wouldn't take that personally because like I've had discussions with some of my friends as well and they they were saying how they actually like eating alone at lunch like they they feel like they're so socially exhausted by like having meetings and all of this that lunchtime they just want a minute to themselves they don't want to have lunch with the whole team and then go back and be with the whole team again so don't take that personally yeah I think sometimes people just want to eat lunch on their own just to have a minute of silence so like even where I work like I like everyone that I work with but depending on meetings and stuff it doesn't align so I'll have lunch on my own and I'm like calm like completely calm I don't I don't mind it um I guess you could ask like oh do you want to like grab lunch together oh I don't know because you don't want to beg it no I think that's fine if you're going to like people do that at my work like if they're going to somewhere nice for lunch they'll be like oh I'm going here do you want anything and then they'll be like oh I'll come with you yeah yeah maybe maybe put out those little starter sentences like that yeah so then so then you've broken the barrier and people know that you're you're happy to like communicate in that way and on that level yeah yeah I think in terms of the the jobs thing and missing out on important jobs it's annoying but you're just gonna have to keep pestering people and being like oh what are you working on what are you working on that literally write down a list and be like okay when did I last speak to this person and what were they working on mm. and keep saying like oh you worked on this if you've got anything similar can I work on this like it's just you just have to pass off that's just the way it is like I don't think there's there's any such thing as being a beg in the workplace like we all want what we want like we're all there for a reason true who cares how people perceive you true yeah revising for this exam I swear down I have asked some of the dumbest questions I'm surprised people haven't fired me, but I genuinely don't care. I'm like, I'm here for me. I want my qualification. I literally couldn't care less what you think of me. I just want your expertise. That's very true. You know, at work, you can't, it's more difficult to be a beg. Like you, instead of, you're not a beg, you're driven. Like you're, you, you just want more and to be able to do more. I think regarding that, something else that you could do is go to your line manager and say, like I really want to get involved in more projects to learn more skills to have a like more diverse set of skills and a diverse set of understanding is there anyone you can pair with me pair me up with or like put me on x project or oh if something comes up like please put me on it like I really want a challenge so maybe your manager might help you with that yeah I think that's such a good shout and if all else fails then quit and plant on my name because <laughs> honestly guys you're gonna come across some place some places in life that just aren't for you and they're not gonna want to see you grow so go and open another door like it's easier said than done but sometimes it just has to be done like if you're not growing next opportunity please 
So true. And make sure you leave a glass door review to say that this place is not social. <laughs> yeah. Please do, boy. Um, but I think you'll be fine. Yeah. Mm. Just make an, an emphasis, put emphasis on the head high and by, and hopefully they'll pick up on the cues. And yeah, speak to your manager about jobs. On that note of friendships, actually, something that we wanted to discuss was friendships as you grow up. So I think the older that, well, when you're in school and you're in secondary school, you have these commonalities with people and you tend to have more friends because there's just, you're seeing these people every day. The friendship is being solidified every day at school. You have all these things in common because you're going through the same experience and therefore it's easier to make and have friends as you're growing up. However, as soon as you hit that adulthood and you exit the education system and you start branching out into your own different careers and your own different jobs, friendships can get a little sticky. You really have to make the effort to see your friends, especially because you now live in various locations of the country, if not the world. Shout out to Angel. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it's just it, it's just more difficult. So I wanted to discuss adult friendships how do you view adult friendships Eddie I don't want to lose friendships from this episode (laughs) the thing (laughs) is you've always been like this I'm I remember speaking to you about this at uni and you've always listen go ahead girl (laughs) speak your truth guys I'm just not a friends kind of person like I don't know if I didn't have Billy life would be different because that is my I think do you know what growing up I've always had a best friend I've always mm-hmm. had a best friend. Then I've always had just people around me that I'm quite close to and I get on with mm-hmm. and I can do things with. And I feel like once Billy became my best friend, I kind of didn't really need to rely on... It's, it's a bit sticky. But, like, yeah, I'm just not a friends person. I find, like, friends come with a lot of drama. They come with a lot of expectations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm just not about that. I'm a simple, simple babe. Like, I'm sitting here. It's Friday night. I've got my, 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 what do you even call that? My <laughs> alcoholic beverage. Yeah. And I'm just going to get into bed and chill. I don't want people calling me and being like, let's go out. I haven't seen you in ages. How come someone called me? Do you know what I mean? No, it's just not me. But I think there's still some some gems in my life that I'd love to see every couple months or once a year. And that really works for me. And I love it. I like the low maintenance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it also made me realise, like, I was just friends with people because they suited for that time. Circumstances. Yeah. Like, I don't actually think I knew a lot of people that well. Mm-hmm. I think we were just friends because we were in the same stage in life. Mm-hmm. and then when when we moved on for that stage it was like shit what do I actually know about you mm. and then if you don't keep in touch regularly it gets to a point where you're like I actually know nothing about you anymore mm-hmm. it's so it's, true it's effort but do you think because you have such a big family like you have four sisters five yeah you have five sisters if you let's say if you're an only child do you think it'd be different or no 100%. because you have your man no, it would be so different. 
Because like, if I don't want to spend time with Billy, I'll shout one of my sisters. I'll be like, I'm coming over tonight. It's just like you would do with friends. I think that is de- that definitely plays a part. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, my sisters are easy. Like it's effortless to keep up with their life. I think it's the effort. It's the mm-hmm. effort that did me as I got older. I got older, guys, and I got tired. <laughs> and I was like, I can barely keep up with what's going on in my own life, let alone 10 other people. Mm. Yeah, that's my stance. But the people that are still there, I really do love you. It's just like... <laughs> It's not every day see each other, is it? The two people listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I think I think everyone knows what it is with me. Do you know what? It's a good point about like having a man because when I had a man, like that was my busy mate. Like you tell them everything, so then everything. It, your friends are like leftover information. Like you don't have to tell your friends things as as they're happening live because you've already told someone so you'll just yeah. tell them and, and, and a catch up whatever your jaw starts aching when you're telling that same story over and over <laughs> again to every friend yeah it's it's very true however in saying that I completely disagree with you <laughs> <laughs> whilst you are my man my man my man I am yeah. my friends my friends my friends <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but even even when I did have a man, I I was still like this. I I think this is just the who I am. Maybe I don't know. Maybe because I don't have a lot of siblings. Like I have one, and he's eleven years younger than me, so it's not like we're going clubbing mm. together. But um, I do think, oh my god, like my friends are so important to me. Like if they're like one of the most important things in my life. Like that's what makes my life worth living. Not that like my that's life so is bad, cute. but like. It just like, and I'm very independent. I do a lot of things by myself, but being able to share stories with my friends, like laughing with my friends, having experiences with them, and also getting different perspectives because like one friend I'll go to for one thing and another friend I'll go to for another thing. So the the burden is never on one person. Oh, it's just, it's just so important to me. Like I, I can't imagine not having the friends that I have right now. I feel like the way you're talking about your friends is exactly how I feel about my sisters. Mm. Like, one of my sisters I call, like, near on every day. And if I don't hear from her every day, I'm like, oh, how are you? How's your life? Or she'll call me and she'll be like, you didn't call me. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I think that's it. Like, I have five sisters. To then have friends on top of that, it's quite a lot. It's a lot of people. Your circle's meant to get smaller as you get older. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's very true. Your circle certainly does get smaller as you get older. And I think it's like exactly circumstantial. And I see now like my friends range from like our age to like 28, 29 or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we're all in the same life phase, even though we're different ages. So it still works. Whereas at school, you are literally the same age, but you might not have commonality. So I feel like when you're older, you find the commonalities with people. Um, you can be a bit more picky with with the, like your you see so much more of life the yeah. older you get when you're young you're so like not narrow-minded but there's one road and that's education yeah and you don't even get to decide that for yourself like it's chosen it's chose for you mm-hmm. it's compulsory and then when you get old the, the avenues open so wide like you could meet people from so many different walks of life you can pick your friends whereas at school you're in one class like they're kind of picked for you yeah 100% like when I I went um on like this hike a week hike thing in Brazil and someone in my group she's like in her 40s and we literally after like we went for dinner together and like we hung out loads just me and her 
and I was like this is my girl like we we like have so much in common even though we have so much that's not in common because of our age difference but you're right like you do find other commonalities based on your actual personality as opposed to oh we're just both in this space together but um apparently so I was looking up like about adult friendships and stuff like that and psychologists say (laughs) that you should have the 11 three six rule for adult friendships i've not heard of this so basically they are saying friendships respond to the formula 1136 that is you need a minimum of 11 meetings of at least three hours in a period of six months to turn an acquaintance into a true friend so if you actually want to keep that true friendship you need to see each other 11 times for three hours in a period of six months. That is a lot. In it. <laughs> How many times a month is that? 11 times. 11 times in six months. That's more than one. <gasps> That's almost twice a month. There's only four weekends in a month. Yeah. It's a lot. That is a lot, isn't it? That's to turn. That's not for like friendships that you've already bought, built already. That's to turn an acquaintance into a friend. Yeah. So I'm never ever going to make new friends. That's- <laughs> that's what that just told me bitch you think I'm giving up my three hours sorry 11 times that's a lot isn't it this is but this is why because when I was looking online as well a lot of things were saying this is why your work friends become your friends friends and kind of become your circle even if you're not like having sleepovers together because you're you're spending so much time with them all of a sudden they're like the equivalent of your busy mate because you're seeing them all the time and then they're keeping up to date with your life i have something to tell you oh so i don't do accents with a lot of people like, i feel like you do accents a lot and because i've done this pod i've started to do accents yeah <laughs> i did an accent with one of my work colleagues the other day and i was like i was like i just did an accent with you i was like i only do that with my friend and then he was like ellie this is because we are friends he was like you're just fighting it he was like we're actually friends <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god, maybe we're friends. Like, maybe we're actually friends. It's so true. Like, when you start to really get comfortable, but I love the way like your body naturally reacts. Yeah, like you don't even play a part in it. It's just natural, and it's kind of like, okay, I can't fight this. Like, maybe we are getting closer. We are in. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, love that. Yeah, exactly. So we did ask on Instagram how uh wait what did we ask <laughs> <laughs> how have your friendships changed as you've grown up so someone said i have fewer but more meaningful relationships i think that's really nice i think less is more i do think yeah you if i'm thinking about i have a lot of friends but the actual close ones that you're actually like telling things to is less for sure hmm no, I agree with that. Um, someone said I had a lot of seasonal friends. And once, oh, this this is exactly how I feel. Once I removed the common denominator, i.e. uni or school, we had very little to talk about. Mm. Actually, that's not entirely how I feel. Like, I feel like the people I was friends with back in the day, I could still talk to you about a lot. But we're just, yeah. Just yeah. Effort. It's more effort. It is more effort. I don't know. I feel like when you've had that experience you're always gonna have something like for example 
we at uni we went to Colombia to the Amazon mm. rainforest and we went with this whole group of people and like we're not friends with a lot of them now not like as in like we cut them off but like we just don't <laughs> talk like that but if I saw any of them today I could talk to them for at least like an hour and we'd be talking about the trip and then catching up but then I don't know if like okay but then can we meet up regular because that's it that's all we have in common yeah it's tough I think how do you keep in touch with that many people that's my issue I actively make an effort like I will message people and either like check in not not weekly not monthly but just like now and again like I'll think about them and I'll I'll message and I'll be like how's life blah blah or I'll try to like meet up with them do like a reunion or whatever like if I want to if I actually like you like I will make the effort 100% yeah (laughs) can't relate (laughs) I don't think I've had that spark with someone where I've been like actually I really want to keep this going the spark is missing hmm so is the time I'm a busy babe do you know what I mean like but no, because me too, I'm a busy babe. But if you wanted to, you would. Like, <laughs> you would carve out the time. Yeah, I also feel like, yeah. So I did try this at one point. Because I was like, oh, I, like there are really lovely people in this life that I've met. And I'm like, oh, let me see how they're doing. But then I asked them how they're doing. And I'm like, oh, this conversation is so shallow. Basically, I actually think I have a phobia of small talk. Mm. I hate small talk. How are you? Oh, I'm all right. How are you? No one's going to tell you the whole life story over text. So what is the point of me texting you? What else have we got? I've built more relationships with people from all walks of life, but I would say a lot of my relationships are surface level now. Mm. Do you know why? Because they're not spending three hours with them 11 times every six months. <laughs> That's why. It's so true. I also feel like, yeah, as you get older you lose the art of like doing nothing with someone. Like if you're going to meet up with someone, there needs to be a purpose. Whereas at uni, you'd be revising or whatever. And then it's like, oh, let's watch like Love is Blind together or something. Or let's make dinner. Let's do literally like hang out and do nothing. You don't, you don't do that as an adult because you don't have time to do nothing. Like if you're going to meet up, we're meeting up to go for food or drinks or whatever. And also you don't know if it's going to be awkward like, you can't just invite someone around and then watch Netflix. Like, that's so... What if it's mad awkward? What you do you to... mean with, like, people you're reuniting with? Yes. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you wouldn't just have someone come... Like, it's like, for me, it's not everyone that can come around to my house and we're, ch- we're chilling. Like, there's no way. Yeah, because some people don't know when to leave, as we discussed previously. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's true. Someone said, my relationships, sorry, my friendships have strengthened. I see my friends less, but it's so much more special when I do see them now. Okay, yeah. Distance makes the heart grow fonder. It does. See, I really love, like, seeing people once every six months or once a year. We have so much to fit each other in on. It's so nice. Yeah, it's true. But it depends. Like, some friends... Yeah, it depends. So I think some friends you can see like every six months or like once a year or whatever. But some friends, it depends on the level of friendship that you had before in it. Mm. I think you, to me, it's wild that you, oh, but then you have sisters. Okay. So it's okay. 
but I was gonna say it's wild that you don't have a friend that would just like you can like go supermarket shopping with or like just come over for like a wine night or something like that but you do you, you hang out with your sisters right yeah like as soon as I finished my exam I've said to like my sisters that I would do that type of stuff with I'm like oh I'm gonna come over I'm gonna stop by your house I'm gonna go home from work like we'll make dinner together I get it like I get it if I didn't have them I probably would be like oh my god like who do I have to do that with would you go on holiday with any of your friends because that's that's quite serious do you know what I actually would like guys the way I talk about friends is if I really don't like them the people that I would call my friends I actually really do love them like the people that I see once or twice a year um and I would go on holiday with them if I had more than 25 days annual leave so they're not worth one of your annual leave days is what you're telling me (laughs) no no 25 days is minor like I have to do a two-week if I ever am on this podcast single people want to laugh at me and be like shame (laughs) like I have to do a two-week holiday with Billy because we like that like that's our that's our time together everything we every year we look forward to our two-week holiday and then I don't really have much left after that I need to at least like yeah, fifteen five days after that. Five of Christmas. Christmas is so special. Like I love Christmas. Like my favorite time of year. Okay, you still have ten days left. And for the past two years, I've gone away with one of my sisters for those other ten days for two weeks. Right, right. Yeah. Last year and this year, so that's why. Fuck them friends, I guess. <laughs> no, one year I will. One year I will. I think I've been saying to some people, I've been like, "We'll go away in twenty twenty two. We'll go away in 2023. No, 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 2024. No, 2025. <laughs> You'll be at your grave. No, this year though. <laughs> oh boy, it's bad. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard. Um, and then last one said, someone said, nothing has changed. I moved out with my besties after uni, but now instead of crying about coursework and boys, we cry about our nine to fives and our bosses. <laughs> I love that. A lot of people at work actually live with their friends. Mm. I think that's really common. It's quite that's no actually I'm lying. Guys, I was gonna say that's quite cute. That is my worst nightmare. You literally would never. <laughs> I would never. I do you know what? I there is literally one person I can live with and I'm living with her now. I could not live with any of I li- you know I love my friends. As I said, like I literally love them to death and they're so important in my life. But this is the only friend I can live with. And I think that's you because special boy. Yeah, I think that's because we've known each other since we were like eleven. So I feel like she's my sister. Like if if she's having an off day or whatever, I I I know what what that looks like, and vice versa. And if something's annoying, we can easily say it. Like it, it's not that deep kind of thing. But like some of my other friends, because especially if they're fresher relationships, there's more to fracture there. <laughs> I that. I think that is the reason I struggle making friends. Not making friends. Like, um, I can't be able to put F in friendship because I feel like I've never had a, like, full-on friendship that's ever been anything like a... Oh, that sounds terrible. No, I have loved... Like, I do love a lot of my friends. But, like, I've never obviously had the relationships I have with my sisters that I have that I have with my sisters with friends. Mm-hmm. So, like, my sister, I'll literally shout at them and be like, you did this, you did that, I hate you so much. I actually don't really do that anymore, but I did it when I was little. And then the next day would be normal, like nothing happened. But I feel like with a friend, it builds up walls and barriers that, like, 
I don't know how to describe it. No, 100%. So I'm very, I'm someone that's like, if something has annoyed me and I feel like you've violated, I will say it right there and then. And I think this, I'm my mum is like this. And I think I've picked that up. Like, for example, something annoyed me the other day that my friend said, and I said how I, I was like, rah, like this is blah, 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 blah. And then she was like taken aback and I'm like, Right, I've said my piece now. Let's move on. <laughs> it's done. Yeah. It's like, no, I don't want like any bad blood. I'm like, girl, there's there's no bad blood. I just needed to say what I needed to say. Otherwise, I'm gonna chat shit behind your back. Like, <laughs> let me say it to your face. No, 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 but I'm still gonna chat shit behind your back because I still want to get it off my chest. But now I've said it to your face, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah. But that's just the person I am. But yeah, I in that. in doing that, I have realized not everyone is like that. Yeah. I mean it's not yeah it, I completely hear you like it's not everyone that you can really be honest to yeah it's hard it's tough it's tough um and we're into our new story of the week just like that I say just, just like that, that. this is a long ass episode um okay so this is another one that I actually picked up on the tube and I read the evening standard and so what? <laughs> actually what the article is about is not that relevant but let me land <laughs> so the title is all of us Londoners are secretly hoping for our own slide indoors moment basically what the article is about is you know in movies yeah when like the doors of the tube slide and you you look at someone and you fall in love and then that's how you, you met each other right that's what the article is about but the bit I want to touch on is um, I'll just read the like first section of it. I knew my housemate hadn't heard me properly because she barely looked up from her chopping board the first time I told her. He what? She asked when I repeated the story about the man who'd struck up conversation with me for six whole stops on the Northern line. He wasn't trying to flirt with me. He wasn't trying to get my number. It was just pure conversation, which made me think, right? If you're on the tube or you're on public transport and someone starts talking to you, is that not mad? Like, would you sit there and, I mean, of course you're going to respond because you're a nice person, but do you not find that mad weird? Like this article was talking about how it was really nice to speak to this stranger. They didn't exchange contact details or anything like that. But when she was telling her friends, all her friends were like, what? That's so mad. Like how... I would never that's so weird like are you sure he wasn't trying to move to you like why did is he a creep like is he a weirdo so what are your thoughts if you're just sitting there on the tube on the way home from work can someone just strike up conversation with you they shouldn't <laughs> <laughs> they really shouldn't my the tube for me is that is silent when people talk on a tube I'm like you're actually rude <laughs> the tube is time for me to read my book relax silence beautiful mm. peace mm. no like you're not gonna add anything to my life do you yeah. want someone to talk to you on the train on the tube sorry or train whatever you take i don't want someone to talk to me like especially not to be gen not to generalize but especially if it's a man like please leave me alone because now i'm feeling unsafe like so <laughs> <laughs> please don't talk to me but the other day I got on the tube at Brixton and I was I was with my mum and we just sat down but my mum sat in a seat like there was someone in between us because of what seats were available 
anyways I'm just there like looking at the air because what else do you do on the tube there's no service like if you don't have a book peak um and this girl she was like oh my god I love your nails like where did you get them done and stuff then we started talking and then like we really got to talking and she was like complimenting my outfit and stuff like that she was just being super nice then I told her like what I'm doing on during my day and she was like oh my god yeah like blah blah and she was Colombian and so we started talking about like Latin food stops in London and stuff like that and I was like this girl is so nice like she's such a vibe so I asked her for her Instagram and now we have each other on Instagram and I feel like this could be a friendship if one of us makes the move to like meet up as friends but that that's never happened before but it is weird like when you think about it like if someone's talking to you like what's going on like you're on guard actually sounds so wholesome it was so nice like she was such a lovely girl she was literally just so kind I think that is the way to do it like when you compliment someone again do you know where do you know where I like conversation in the gym oh yeah like when people talk to each other in the gym or they compliment them or they'll be like how do you find the class I really like that like I yeah. think that's nice it's a nice space like you're just you're feeling energized you're feeling good the other day I was in the class and it was just girls I think it is that and it like, yeah. I'm not really I've never had guy friends I don't know not my portion so if so guys start talking I just find it weird but a girl is different like it was just, yeah, a class full of girls. And the woman was like, come on, my darlings, keep going. And the vibe was just, it was given. And then um, she was like, guys, in my classes, you need to talk to each other. Talk to the person next to the, you, tell them well done. And it was just really nice and wholesome. It's that wholesome vibe. Yeah. That I'm like, yeah, cool. Maybe not on the train, because more time when I get on the train, I'm actually exhausted. Yeah, this on was a weekend. A weekend. If I'm going out, yeah. yeah. On a weekend, if I was going out, different. But I try to avoid public transport when I don't have to use it. <laughs> um so yeah but I can see how that that would be really nice but then on the other hand literally yesterday I was on the tube on my way home and there was this guy who was talking to this guy was like our age and then the the guy who was talking to him was like way older and he was talking about politics and like all of this and I was like shut man like I could I could hear how the other guy was not trying to be in that conversation because he was doing all these like conspiracy theories and stuff like that so it's really not everyone that can talk to you on the tube because like now Mm. now my peace has been disturbed but this girl was so nice I was like yeah yeah. like so lovely thank you for talking to me (laughs) yeah I love that it can really make your day when you have like a random act of kindness someone just complimenting you and saying you look nice or vice versa you have a nice wholesome convo I can see how that would work but yeah yeah, if anyone sees me on the train don't say hi to me. <laughs> <laughs> Not on a weekday. On that note, should we jump into our class door review? Yes, let's go. I have to admit, I think I'm feeling even more anti because I'm in grind mode. Like, mm. <laughs> I'm super anti. My colleagues have been trying to talk to me and I've been like, bye, see you later. <laughs> well, yeah, like, I, I could be learning, but instead I'm having this boring conversation with you. <laughs> Legit like you're not helping me learn I'm stressed please don't talk to me yeah Yeah, that's the vibe I'm giving off at the moment um last door review says find another company (laughs) this this is the advice we gave earlier so I have been working at x we're not gonna name names full-time for more than 10 years can't be that bad if you survived 10 years um pros crazy customers can make they interesting that's one thing about retail, you know. 
talking about random strangers talking to you in retail it was actually quite nice when someone would bust up a conversation with you and just tell especially old old women or old men yeah and then tell you about their day and what they've done and it would just be really cute this is why I loved working in a care home because I just got to speak to loads of people all the time I can actually see how that would be quite like fulfilling yeah um so yeah they like the crazy customers cons management cannot agree on anything they want you to break policy to get the work done no one cares about safety (laughs) standing on a milk crate is not a good idea but what are you supposed to do when you're not allowed to use a step stool managers play favorites if you're not liked then forget about having any chance i am i do you know what i've had i've worked somewhere where the manager was very much a favorites guy luckily I was one of the favorites <laughs> but I did see injustice <laughs> well it's just techie like well me personally like no one go oh I don't know do people go do people go to be a favorite how do you even become a favorite like it's not my fault someone likes me it's not often sometimes <laughs> we're just the chosen ones what can I say <laughs> yeah and on that note, if you choose to listen, thanks so much, guys. Please send in your dilemmas, your stories, your dumb bitches to grownupsthepodcast at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. YouTube. At Grown Ups the Podcast. Have a great week, everyone. Bye.